Hi. Uh, good morning. Oh, it's morning for you. <laughs> yeah, it's seven a.m. Yeah, a good evening. Oh man, thank you for uh, for doing this so early. <laughs> no worries. I I usually wake up early, uh, but today I'm a bit delayed. So it's like I woke up like three minutes back <laughs> when Ajay messaged me <laughs> and uh, oh shit yeah right we have a space <laughs> yeah I, I'm a little nervous because uh, I have a space tomorrow at six in the morning for me so uh, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that I can wake up so we'll, we'll see how it goes but yeah I, I definitely feel your your pain today thank you for <laughs> for doing this I I, I hope you like your espressos because <laughs> that's what works in the morning spaces <laughs> well i hope you have that espresso beside you right now no not yet i'll get one uh, as more listeners come in awesome awesome well thank you for joining us and, and am i saying your name correctly is it ashutush yeah it's perfect, perfect. and then ajay uh thank you for joining us too Hi, good morning. And is it, good is morning, it a, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever, <laughs> whichever part. And is it a J or is it a Jai? Uh, you can call me AJ only, that'll be fine. Okay, good, good. Well, um, you know, hopefully we, we get some more people in here. Um, usually we promote it on a platform called Link3, but um, it was it kept crashing i mean that's why it took me a little bit to get started. So hopefully um, that helps us promote it some more. But if not, you know, we can always... Uh, use our recordings and stuff so it'll be good uh, i'm just excited to be able to talk to y'all i was actually looking at a lot of stuff about router and um i love a lot of the things you're you, you guys are doing so i'm really excited to get to talk to both of you yeah likewise you know i mean you guys are also doing amazing stuff for uh, you know what kind of security measures you're bringing in yes i mean oh, thank you thank you it's it'll be a mutual good session yes. um before we get started on the you know on the ama I was just wondering, will will Router be at Cosmoverse? Uh, yeah, we're hoping to be there. Yes, I mean we'll have some presence. There. Awesome. Well, I I'm uh I'll be there, so hopefully I get to you know meet anyone from the team whenever we go there. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. A, a bit of a dilemma there, right? Because I think Cosmoverse is uh in the first week of October. Yes. And it's also clashing with uh, two or three other conferences. One is uh ETH Milan, if I'm not wrong, ETH Milan and the hackathon in Rome. And then we have something happening in Dubai as well. Uh, I think it's the World Blockchains. Uh, no. It's the blockchain economy or something. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's the only reason. And anyways, uh, we are heading to Istanbul this time around for DevConnect. So yes, we while we want to be there at Cosmos, but uh, yeah. you know, there are two major ones but, happening. But so what a, we'll see how... What, what a, what a beautiful manage, problem yeah. to have though, right? You get, like, do I go to Milan? <laughs> do I go to Dubai? Do I go to Istanbul? So yeah. that's that's a nice problem to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, okay. So let, let let's get started. So, um, how did you guys um, first get into crypto? I'll, I'll let whoever wants to take it first get started. Well, I'll go. Um, yeah, I mean, I got into crypto in twenty sixteen. Uh, twenty sixteen and. Um, there was this email in our alumni group uh, from the university which I graduated in. It was from a guy called Sandeep Nailwal. So it said that, hey, uh, dear alumni, I am looking to do this and start a blockchain um, 
do something in the crypto space it's gonna gonna be called matic so i'm looking for support from uh, you know our, our alumni and these are the details there will be a pre-sale pre-seed seed etc so sandeep nalwal is actually the founder of polygon right so uh, i was like yeah sure uh, this sounds interesting and at that point in time uh, like i mean incidentally by by then i had already worked for 15 years in web2 so i think i was with trump organization at that point in time i was the executive vice president for apac expansion for their hospitality and real estate business and i was like yeah sure this sounds interesting matic is uh, polygon right now so i that's how i got into crypto and when i got into uh, matic as a retail investor or you know as a you know pre seed investor um i started reading up more on the technology and ripple was the next uh, other next coin which i kind of got into and then i read about decentraland and sia coin i guess and then um uh, i think around 2017 um you know obviously so bitcoin i was kind of aware of uh, since 20 uh 15 16 or so right because um the one guy in our office like who who was saying that oh i'm into min- mining and i'm i'm doing this cool stuff and i said what are you mining i'm mining bitcoin and like what is that <laughs> so uh yeah that is how i got into the crypto space but uh in 2020 uh kind of post or during the covid uh, era i got into it uh, you know as a, as a full time profession i started developing a trade finance protocol uh, using crypto lending lending pools right and now if you notice rws are picking up steam uh, in a in a big way and in fact a colleague of mine was telling me that the rws summits are kind of going houseful while defi summit not so much so mm-hmm. polytrade uh, it was called and it was built on polygon obviously because uh, polygon was with sandeep so good friends there so we deployed our trade finance protocol uh, on chain on polygon using crypto lending pools um after that uh, you know while i was doing that realized that there is a lot of work required to happen on the infra side that is when i started getting involved with layer 1 blockchain so got involved with uh, reef which was a substrate based layer 1 and i was looking after ecosystem development and growth as the chief chief of growth there um but then i thought that okay substrate agenda is kind of not picking up and um you know being a substrate based chain and without a bridge life can get really difficult and that is when i realized that interoperability is important and um, you know i came on board rado protocol has chief of strategy and marketing uh, chandan is a very dear friend and uh, have known a couple of uh, you know couple of early members really well so i said yeah sure interoperability looks like a good thing to solve um that's how i got into router protocol so that's uh, my journey in short over to aj yeah aj um actually before jb before you go i just want to mention like i always love hearing this part um whenever you know we get to hear the actual journey cuz every you know it everyone's is similar but everyone's is different so i love that um you kind of started off with the different changes typically bitcoin's the first one everyone you know hears about well but it's always interesting whenever it's it's a different token that really you know captures your interest like like polygon did for you ripple did for you early on um i i definitely wish like early on i would have paid a little bit more attention whenever i kept hearing about bitcoin I, every, all i did was think it was like a scam everything in the news like oh made you know bitcoin even now you know the, the news media is always trying to paint bitcoin in a negative light like it's used for black market and um is used for you know nefarious things and so um it it made me uh definitely like try to not even look into the space and it wasn't until someone talked to me a friend of mine talked to me about ethereum and uh at at that time which is funny now uh bitcoin was about $3000 um we felt we had missed the boat 
So in, in hindsight, it's, it's pretty funny. And so, um, it, it's, yeah, it was Ethereum that first got me into it. And then people were looking for the Ethereum killers, uh, AntShares, Neo, Ripple, Stellar. Um, so yeah, it, and it's, it's so cool just to see how similar different, um, different journeys go. So I uh, thank you for sharing it. And I'm definitely interested to hear Jay, uh, uh how your journey became in, in crypto. Go ahead, go ahead, Ajay. Uh, tell us uh, how you uh, started in crypto and, and your journey in it. I I don't know if you're talking or muted. Sometimes we have problems with the speaker. Go go ahead. No, I think Ajay, you had to. Uh, I yeah, can see yeah, your I, mic is muted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, I mean, in fact, you know, uh, one of the. Uh, it was 2013 and early morning in one of my offices and uh, you know I was going through the newspaper and on the front page I covered the Bitcoin and the Bitcoin mining and I because see I've been in similar kind of a, a workspace and I found it very intriguing of you know what is happening and the whole story behind uh, the 2008 fiasco and how Bitcoin and all came in. So within a month or so, I literally dug down everything about Bitcoin and the curiosity of it. And uh, I was really, really, you know, intrigued by the whole setup. And, uh, but then uh, because of my work, uh, I, there was a big gap in between. And, uh, but then I kept on pursuing this. So for me, instead of uh, getting through the crypto, what generally is the pathway for almost all the people, I got into this space through blockchains because, uh, you know, uh, being on the technology side of the world, I mean, I loved the whole setup and the kind of work and the kind of research which was going And then um, been... Uh, in the web two space for good twenty three years, I founded Chandan, you know, to join Router, and I joined them as a head of business development. And uh, yes, I mean, very much part of this whole uh, web three space now. Awesome! Thank you for sharing that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys. I know, like you know, you've lightly talked about bitcoin and that's something that here at, at babylon um our focus is is definitely bitcoin and how it interacts with different protocols or how we can make, allow it to interact with different protocols how do y'all feel about you know typically in in the market it's you know whatever happens with bitcoin it affects how everything else goes um do you think that's fair or or, or do you wish it was more disconnected how how do you guys feel about that Look, I think uh, I, I, I'm giving you my personal perspective here, right? Uh, Bitcoin was definitely, I think, the first cryptocurrency that we heard of or the first blockchain, so to say. And people who, I mean, you, uh, interestingly, you mentioned that uh, we are all in the same journey, but in different ways, right? But one common factor for me has always been Bitcoin right uh you know whether it is a meme or a funny incident or some negative media uh, but if you look at the people who are into the blockchain space at some level they have always been anti-establishment or if that is a strong word uh at some level they have not been happy with centralized institutions be they bank be they their respective governments, be they an educational institution, people have not vibed. And somewhere in Bitcoin, they have seen a way of life with which they vibe with, right? Which is decentralization of power, which is, uh, you know, control over your own wealth finances, which is uh, not having to pay brokerages or uh, pay, pay out the middleman to do business. Somewhere that peer-to-peer -peer connection i mean though it is an internet-led technology um the peer-to-peer -peer human connection values has truly been unlocked by bitcoin because 
there has always been a reliance for a mediator a third party a trustworthy centralized institution right and even even uh, aj has been quite humble in his uh, introduction right he has served uh, the nation for 23 years before getting into this space so he understands uh, this really well and he was actually into cyber security uh, uh, division right and i'll let him speak more about himself but uh, even someone like him has found amusement in this technology and chosen to get into it so bitcoin is always going to be i mean people can deny that oh no the correlation is incidental it's um, uh, you know it's a coincidence but i feel i feel i feel that there is a very very fundamental and deep uh, connection to anything that happens in this space with bitcoin it is always going to be the uh, you know governing north northern northern char for me that's um really interesting in what you're saying about aj also being like cybersecurity um uh, we've gotten to talk to a few different protocols that we've integrated with um umi brandon from umi he also had to do um before he he started his journey in crypto he was also in cybersecurity, and uh, um, I forget right now off the top of my head, uh, Patrick from uh, Jackal Labs, he um, initially was working on how to catch people who were uh, using blockchain for nefarious reasons, and so he was also in cybersecurity, and then um, he also, you know, went into, you know, actually being able to to work in a, in a protocol, so that a J was, it has that same background is uh, pretty amazing to me it's it's really interesting and uh, it makes me think that if you see the you know the, that other side of it and you think to come over to actually create something on, on blockchain i think um um i think it speaks volumes as to what this space is so uh i it makes me there we go i i got sad because i thought we just lost you Jay, but go ahead and um yeah i, I hope that you're able to, to listen to what i was saying about the different people we've had with that same type of uh, background in cybersecurity. Sorry, I couldn't hear you, but I was able to hear Ant's word. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah uh, which I generally I, don't just, reveal. But just, just quickly, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, just just quickly, I'll tell you. I was just talking about um, two different um, integrations that we've had with Yumi and with uh, Jackal, and that their founders also have backgrounds in cybersecurity. And so before they, they started working on blockchain, that's what they were doing. They were, you know, doing things in cybersecurity. So I just thought it was so interesting that you also have that same background. And I wanted to see what you wanted to talk about that. Uh, yeah, so actually I've been part of the, the, the Indian armed forces and uh, I was... So have always, uh, you know, been part of... Uh, the communications and uh, how to extend communication and how to deny communication. And, uh, you know, with the advent of uh, internet and uh, uh, TCP IP. Uh, yeah, obvious... this part is where it gets encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get encrypted? Because it doesn't want to be. <laughs> Could you not hear me? No, I, I, can, I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, uh, so obviously, you know, with the the, the obvious problems of uh, internet is, you know, uh, snoops and uh, all kind of people getting into networks and all that. So that is where, you know, uh, my role came in of how to secure networks and how to, obviously, you know, the answered lines, how to do the reverse also. And uh, so obviously, when... Uh, the obvious next step for that was uh, the blockchain side. But uh, as uh, Ash was mentioning that, you know, uh, the normal uh, centralized system, you always find that problem and always want that why be controlled or why should anybody see simple example. Uh, why should I be listening to the ads which Google is, is sending me or probably, you know, uh, uh, when I'm listening to a song, why should I listen to those ads? Over a period of time, this has become a habit that when I, when I ask people that why should you be listening to such things, they said, I mean, that's how it has been. 
but the problem is that you know the kind of anti state people who have the top uh, companies of the world what am i perfect and i am spending my attention span but the concept of bitcoin i mean what the whole i mean apart from the technology side of it it was a it was a new world order kind of a thing which bitcoin brought in so that is why you know it is it is definitely an innovation but then it is innovation where where uh, people were told that listen it is you what is important you come first so the moment anybody tells you you come first is something which is like you know genuinely genuinely novice yeah 100% 100% and you know um that kind of reminds me um of of something i wanted to ask you guys um my family comes from el salvador you know country in central america who um they came to the united states i i was born here in the united states they came over um in the 1980s cuz we had civil war um we just like you said they they didn't have control of you know of their um lives it was it was just more than just monetary it was it was just you know trying to survive and so ever since then that country has been full of corruption it didn't matter who was in power it could have been the conservatives it could have been liberal it didn't matter they were both sides were corrupt and so um you know i i'm sure you guys know until recently there's been this new leader uh who Nayib Bukele, Bukele who um has kind of um kind of changed things he he's he's trying to work more for for the people but he's also done something that to me completely astonished me which was he um made bitcoin into a legal tender he he made it into um, you know something that people could use um in in order to try to liven up their their economy and so uh to me i i wasn't sure what to think because you know what i thought initially whenever i you know i i learned more about cryptocurrency was oh this is going to be a good way of the government not being able to control everything that you do um the government not being able to you know cash in on you sending money back home cuz that was the biggest thing whenever i was growing up my parents would try to send money to el salvador and they they'd be this huge markup in in fees to send money to your loved ones and uh and so whenever i first learned about crypto i was like oh this is you know what it's going to be great like that won't be there but now we have this country in el salvador who is actually making what i thought was going to be kind of like anti government um making it legal so i i'm wondering um what do you guys think about that do you guys think that um that that's a good marriage or do you think that ultimately it's doomed for to fail or do you think like good things can come of it like i'm i'm very curious as to um now knowing like learning a little bit more about you guys like what are your feelings on this and e- either one whoever wants to answer it you know go, go first I, I do want to hear both of your opinions on it uh as for me see uh see whenever you are disrupting uh, any Actually, kind of I an existence i can't hear ajay for some oh, reason he, i can hear you all okay, right so he he's he's speaking right now so uh um we'll let ajay keep going and then i'll all that you know whenever he stops and then you can you can answer okay but am i audible yes you? i can hear you perfectly ajay so, sometimes there's a glitch between speakers um so now he went to being listener but go ahead and answer that question ajay and uh, and he'll come back up okay so what i was saying was that you know uh, any time uh, when whenever there is a disruption of existing systems then always those eyebrows are you know they get raised and with the current uh, economic economic setup also see it has been almost 100 years old now uh, since the industrial revolution happened i mean this whole setup has been there and this is what has been the normal the norm of the world but what you were talking about you know in your nation the problem the crisis and then you found a way where you know the at least money could be sent home see this is the basic requirement of anybody anybody whosoever i mean you know ultimately a person is earning so that he can uh, feed his family you know he can uh, provide for his family so if uh, you are away from i mean from your home and your offshores if you don't have a viable way of sending uh, that hard earned money to i mean to 
family back. It doesn't make any sense. But all of a sudden, it extended those rails where you know one could do that. But then the problem is that those uh, the government setups and all those you know financial setups, it was not it was not uh, taken. It is still not taken really well because for obvious reasons that. Before it has become a habit that you know whosoever is in the power center, everything should go through you know under his nose. That has become a norm. Why can't I be privy to what X Y Z is doing? But with this yeah. setup, it was it was just between two people, nobody else. It was just pair to pair. We don't want any third person. We don't want any centralized agencies. So that is where the ripple effect you know has got created. Yeah. No, you you're totally right. Um, Ashutosha, I don't know if you can uh, hear a Jay now. I made your co-host to try to see if that could fix. Uh, if you can hear him or not. Now I'm wondering if you can hear me. Yes, <laughs> you can hear yes. him now. Yes, yes, yes. I can hear. Uh, everyone. Oh, perfect. Uh, I, I mean, I see this move by by Salvador as great. I, I think the motivation primarily here is to attract more uh, you know foreign investors create more visibility for for the economy and i i think that is uh, the motivation but it's great that uh, you know uh, some governments are starting to look at this uh, option of making bitcoin uh, legal tender because it has to start somewhere so that's you know obviously great news for the industry yeah no i what I like about it is that I hope it puts pressure on countries and I hope it gives them FOMO, you know, and I hope that they see the success that countries like El Salvador can have and then makes them, I just want regulation on, you know, like I want there to be answers and not just so much uncertainty. So I hope it puts pressure on countries like the United States to actually, you know, regulate and tell us what is, you know, security, what's not security, and that way we can move on. We just want answers, and so I, I hope that um, this this is what can come out of that for other countries. But I, I want to thank you guys for you know you know obviously you know router is not about Bitcoin, so you know for being willing to answer all these questions about Bitcoin. But uh, let's let's talk about let's kind of shift a little bit over to uh, you know just announcing you know we um, officially did our announcement a few days ago about router and, and Babylon integrating. Um, we were so excited to, you know, have you part of our test net. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, why it made sense to do the integration with Babylon and what it means to router? Yeah, I mean, uh, router, uh, a bit of a history here, right? So it is one of the first protocols to even start talking about uh, interoperability or, you know, use the term interoperability. So, and we started like as early as 2019. And uh, when we started off, the vision was always universal interoperability, right? Because um, at that point in time, there were Bitcoin maxis and then there were, um, you know, Ethereum believers and then um, there were so, so the so-called Ethereum killer narrative. That was, you know, going to be a never ending meme but we said that okay there has to be something uh you know to bridge all of these silos i mean you can have many countries but the number of countries in the world cannot keep increasing infinitely so there has to be some kind of uh you know uh, of a commonality a common platform for countries to you know interact amongst themselves and we have always uh you know said that bitcoin uh, we, we are ma major believers in bitcoin like individually as an organization uh, we share share the philosophy and we said that okay we have to make bitcoin truly interoperable one day right and as baby steps towards that we uh you know start started speaking to babylon rootstock and several other protocols right now um for us, I think, uh, you know, if, uh, what, what would be very important is Babylon's value proposition here. So which allows uh, proof of work 
security to be made available to DeFi protocols. And that's very interesting uh, for us because, um, you know, before we became a Cosmos tendermint uh, based layer one solving for interoperability, I think we are only the second or third, uh, you know, Web3 organization who is using a blockchain itself to solve for bridging, right? To make sure that bridging is fast and secure. Um, without actually playing the layer one narrative. I mean, technically, one can say that we are a blockchain, we are a layer one blockchain. But our vision and our mission has always been to solve for, you know, cross-chain communications and make universal interoperability truly possible. Now, because it is a blockchain-based solution, by design, our protocol is composable. So which means it allows people to even build on uh, router protocol, right? Um, and then we have certain unique features like our ability to track state changes between source and destination, uh, which allows for custom bridging logic to be built in, right? Now, what happens is now this blockchain uh, is a proof of stake blockchain relies on tendermint consensus. But sometimes this is not good enough, right? There are people in the world who say that you know, proof of work is better than proof of stake. There are so many Bitcoin maxis out there and there are some protocols, some DeFi protocols who say that, okay, this level of security is not enough. Now, obviously, we can onboard 60 validators, 70 validators, even 100 validators, right? But that is not even close to the validators of Ethereum. And obviously, uh, Bitcoin is way more secure than that. Now, what if a DeFi protocol wants to, uh, you know, inbuild those uh, security aspects? So we came up with this additional security module uh, philosophy. And our primary reason uh, and motivation to integrate with Babylon is Babylon's ability to bring proof of work security to proof of stake chains. And that we thought was an extremely compelling value proposition and that is something that would be uh, amazing for the ecosystem because we are kind of making both worlds uh, meet and we are playing our uh, very small part in in you know in the in the scheme of things but eventually helping developers gain access to something which uh, has not been possible until now so we'll have to wait and see how you know how someone executes it on testnet what are some of the uh, gaps but then in in theory and in philosophy this is the biggest motivator uh, over to ajay no uh, you uh, oh, go ahead ajay go ahead yeah, no, no i was just going to say for, yeah, for me um also like when i learned about babylon i learned about them at last at the last cosmoverse and what ashutosh uh, uh, is saying is what really resonated with me is that we're bringing those two different ecosystems the different the different worlds per se um making them actually link up together and actually work together and that really spoke to me and um really inspired me to um try to learn more about babylon and and what they were doing um so um and and also what that you know, like just thinking about, you know, your seed phrase, your wallet, your your tokens, um, the unbonding that giving this type of security, this BTC security to your chain, that you don't have to no longer uh, keep your token staked because you don't have to fear that long, those long range attacks anymore. Um, as a user, it really spoke to me because I was like, oh, like these truly are my tokens. Like I've had uh, I've been a part of a lot of different ecosystems. And when you decide to, you know, make a movement, I had to wait sometimes 30 days for the unbonding period. And it was so frustrating because it, then it doesn't feel like it is really your tokens. You're at the mercy of the marketplace of, of um, you know, the, the staking protocol that they have in these other chains. So um, being able to like bypass that and still have the security that Bitcoin can give you really um spoke to me and so um that that's what made me excited about babylon and uh made me reach out to them and then finally be able to become a part of this you know this great protocol so um i just wanted to share that too but ajay go ahead and, and tell us um what you think 
Yeah, I was about to I mean, say the same thing, actually. See, uh, for Cosmos, the bonding period is 21 days. So by the end of those 21 days, I mean, there's a jitter that, you know, is it still there? <laughs> is my token gone? <laughs> but, but with the, what Babylon has done, I mean, you know, by bringing in the Bitcoin and bonding, there is, I mean, the timestamp happens. And by the end of the day, uh, the timestamp is there and you don't have to wait for those 21 days. So that long wait and those, uh, you know, those ag- that agony period is gone. So this is the beauty. I mean, once uh, we integrated, router integrated with Babylon, we could extend this uh, to, I mean, being a Cosmos uh, chain, uh, any user of router gets this, uh, gets this uh, beautiful uh, innovation facility, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Um, that like like I was, I was saying it. That's really what um, I loved about it. And so um, I, what's cool too is like that's not where it stops. Like now we're we're bringing BTC staking to even bring more security. So there's still a lot of things that the team is working on, and I'm I'm excited to see um, how that all pans out. Um, I know that Babylon's planning to go mainnet uh, sometime in. I, from what I remember from the meetings that we've had is Q1 2024. And so, um, all, you know, that's always subject to change, but it is a really exciting time. And I'm so glad that you guys router protocol were, uh, you know, willing to to be part of this with us. And so um, I hope that we keep growing and together and, and, uh, and being a part of, you know, our small part, like Ashutu said, and combining these two different worlds of proof of work and proof of stake. Um, I, what I've really enjoyed um, every time I host these uh, these integration spaces, is that um, I get to learn more about the protocols. And so, like, I, I took a, a dive into Router Protocol, and um, I like I, I saw a couple of your YouTube videos where you're talking about you know that everyone thinks that things should be in, interoperable, um, but and the way that different protocols communicate with each other are bridges, and that kind of like is hard because then when a new chain comes about you have to wait for four new bridges to be built for it to be able to speak with each other. And so how router's changing that. Um, so like I, your mission really spoke to me also, but I was really loving um, your videos that you have. Um, and I, I was wondering like who came up with them uh, with the, the comic strips. Uh, that was awesome. The rush to Mount Madara. The great man is here with us. <laughs> Ashutosh is there with us. So he is the brain behind all that. Oh, uh, you, you have to tell me about that because I, I couldn't stop watching it. I, it was so awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Uh, no, because interoperability had, uh, was such a complex field that uh, we needed to take it to the average degen in a simple way. And uh, nobody had ever done a comic strip and 8Pixel. And that, those were the times when I think Mario Bros had released right and it was doing quite well so that became kind of an inspiration because i was looking forward to that movie and i have been a mario fan like forever right into video games <laughs> <laughs> so i said is there is there an interesting way that we can spin up this uh narrative and bring you know bring the silos of uh blockchains problem to the common man uh, common region <laughs> that would be the term yeah. right uh, we are actually in the stage of launching a gamified testnet so right now we are in phase one where we people can mint their in-game characters but very soon i think towards the first week of october we will be launching a gamified testnet where people can actually assume roles uh, as per the script of the comic yeah. script, right and uh yeah you can play as a developer you can play as a validator you can play as a dgen content creator whatever fancies you and uh, start getting points against uh, you know those activities so we're really looking forward to uh, to that and i i i uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah but, I love yeah. the creativity sure. that, that you guys are doing because you know so many different you know protocols Sometimes do this, sometimes don't, but you guys are having fun with it and making it fun for the user also. So I, I really enjoy that. In fact, another thing which we have just released, I mean, two days back is we call it Rabbit Rush. So whatever kind of cross-chain uh, things you're doing, you are 
minting uh, nfts and you i mean that is based on a rabbit it's very interesting another very good thing you'll probably enjoy definitely definitely and another thing that i noticed from just just your youtube because i um that's i kind of just got stuck there i wasn't planning on being there mostly but um i noticed that how connected you guys are like you're not just in the cosmos ecosystem you guys are interviewing people from iota people from circle like um y'all are you know like really expanding and and talking to everyone and i love that yeah i mean that's pretty much we manage this relationships between ajay and me and what we realized is we need all kinds of partnership right uh, with infrastructure with wallets because we did a, a twitter spaces with wallets on our handle which um, had almost like what 2000 3000 listeners uh, and wallets are the entry point to crypto right so we had pretty uh some of the some of the big wallets coming in sharing their views obviously we are speaking to um oracles validators uh node providers we are speaking to DeFi protocols i mean the nature of our business is such that we need to be in touch with you know several uh you know players in the ecosystem one is with all the blockchain ecosystems which are coming up or which have been running successfully with the infrastructural side which makes all of this possible and then the b2c side where people are building the apps and kind of uh you know letting them know about no 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 about our solution so that they can benefit uh you know either through user acquisition or greater adoption or just a simplification of technology and see as ashtosh is mentioning that uh, the kind of business we are in right now and uh, the rails which is extending i mean it is actually going to help the entire blockchain world to come to single one common platform which has been the dream to you know uh, democratize the entire blockchain space see i mean the difference if i you know if i may state here is that the existing bridges they are solving for what token transfers or message transfers and uh, these message transfers they are always clubbed with a specific use case but then uh, router protocol what it did was it built an infra uh, for users for dapps for passing these messages from one chain to another and best part in a decentralized way so it provides capability to you know for all the app builders to build their custom logic of you know or how they want to execute the payload or the message what we call having uh, their kind of a business case or what they want to you know extend that uh, business case uh, use case through those rails so now it is actually a app specific bridge so you come to us we have already created the infra i mean the rails to transport you from one ecosystem to another ecosystems so since we can do this so whosoever is existing in the blockchain space can get you know extended to the other other ecosystems so nobody is going to be in silos in their own small little kubudle they can reach out to other ecosystems and you know and uh, take hands or probably uh, have users extended from one place to another so that is why i mean because of that uh, layer ones become uh, our talking point we speak with dapps we speak with what ashutosh was mentioning with all kind of you know uh, existing players in the in the blockchain world Yeah no that that makes complete sense and i think using the word silos is is perfect because it it is like you're just stuck inside a silo um and like you guys are allowing so many different things to go cross chain uh cross chain governance that that was huge to be able to be able to have that um i think is very important so um i i really hope that um router is successful because i think it's its mission is is a great one and uh i i love the um, the way you guys are doing it that you guys are just trying to build with everyone uh in mind and trying to connect everyone so i, I think that's that's how it's going to be in the future everything's going to be connected and it 
it starts somewhere. And so I think it, it's starting right now with the router. And see, I mean, how will users, uh, more users come to blockchain or Web3 uh, spaces that when you have that ease of a user can can go wherever he wants to, can pick up whichever token he wants to from his from his one single point wherever he's sitting. He won't he won't uh, be juggling between you know changing his wallets. So the more user uh, interface and user experience you make it better, the more users will come on board this whole web thing. And that is what is a possibility through uh, router protocol. Yeah, I mean, irrespective of whether we are successful or not, um, we just want to be sincere about what we are doing, right? I mean, we have already uh, come a long way. And, um, you know, thankfully, the community has been very kind. We have got like over 75,000 on Twitter, 25,000 combined on uh, Discord, Telegram. Um, you know, uh, on socials, we have a very high community engagement rate even on community platforms uh but you know uh what we really hope is if we do our job sincerely and keep speaking about uh the problem that needs to be addressed people will at least start thinking about that problem and maybe they will come up with smarter solutions right nobody uh, is bound to use uh, router there is no com uh, you know there is no compulsion to use uh, router but maybe someone will come up with a smarter solution maybe there will be some protocol level changes uh, elsewhere which will probably not even require router in the future but then if router is not needed in the future it's a good thing because the problem that we are trying to solve would have been solved already yeah that, so that is the ideal state <laughs> it, it's crazy but it's so like noble of you to, to say that you know that's that's awesome i'm glad you have that that outlook and uh hopefully you, you're you're part of that next movement as well <laughs> is there is there anything else that you guys would like to share i know that you're starting your gamified test net soon and um is there anything else that we haven't talked about router that you like to share no, I think we are all good. Obviously, there are and there is a lot to speak, but I think we have covered a majority uh, of what we wanted to. I think you guys are going main it uh, in Q1 as well. Yes. Right? So we we'll probably both go main it uh, around Q1. Yeah, that'll be exciting. So that's going to be <laughs> yeah, that'll be exciting because uh, you know when two protocols like Babylon and Router go on mainnet, the uh, possibilities that will get unlocked in the DeFi space will be very, very interesting to see. Uh, because DeFi needs that push of innovation and that I think can come with this combination that we are making possible through Babylon and Babylon and Router. Let's see. Yeah, I will obviously be speaking to a lot of developers, builders, speaking about this, trying to get them excited. Uh, but I think uh, Q1 is going to be exciting. Yeah, I think so too. We definitely need to have a space whenever, uh, whenever that happens, so we can talk about it. Um, and you know, it's it's a, a few more months until Q1, um, so definitely a lot of things can can happen between now and then. So just excited to see the growth that will occur. But uh, I want to thank you guys for for you know being willing to to be up so early and join us, um, and having a space tonight for me this morning for you, and. Uh, just really thank you for all the sincere answers and um, great conversation that we've had. So uh, I think on Babylon side, I think that's it. Uh, we're just really excited again about the integration. Make sure you you follow um, Router Protocol. Be a part of that that Gamify testnet. Watch those YouTube videos. It's they're really fun and they're really informative. Um, so um, yeah, make sure you follow them on social on their social media platforms. Thank you. Thank All you, right. thank you, thank you a lot. All right, good night, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Bye. and like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism, Taoism.
Taoism, where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds laugh, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3, that's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny community. Uprise, there's no more humility, futility, plus size Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, yeah, Beto and Bruce Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, the shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee-jerk, more evolution, less shitcoin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean, please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks sucking up the cheddar The recipe is two steps, rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts, and we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like you don't, have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>